not a businessman. I'm a business man. It's another episode of Such Truth of Shit. I gotta start things off with the controversy surrounding Jay Z and his recent partnership with the NFL. It's um, it's interesting. Like, I I'm not really too bothered by Jay Z doing what he's doing. Um, so the first thing I think you have to really look at is that to be a billionaire, you're gonna have to fuck with people that you don't necessarily like. And like in this type of industry where you're trying to make this type of money, you can't really pick and choose your clients um, and the people that you associate with, at least when you're you know trying to come up. So he's at a point now where he can be a bit more selective but to get to where he is now, he would have just had to have done business with a lot of people that he didn't necessarily want to do business with. But um, to get to this point, you have to put money first. So make no mistake for Jay-Z and for most people in general, um, social issues, philanthropy, etc., are second to making money. In, in order for you to have this type of money, you just have to put it first. Which is unfortunate from a lot of people's perspective, but to me, like this is what he decided to do. Um, before he even became who he is now, he made the conscious decision that instead of addressing social issues through his music, instead of focusing on that kind of thing, he was gonna do whatever it took to make money. So if you look at the types of things that he spoke about when he was younger, um, and, you know his first few albums, whatever, versus like his most recent projects where it's a little bit more conscientious, a little bit more uplifting, um, a little bit not wholesome, but of substance. Like he's talking about things that are a bit more important to him because he already has. Um, infinity dollars basically and I don't know how much he is getting paid for this partnership with the NFL but I'm sure it's a pretty penny and he probably felt like the money was worth it so because money is first to him I don't really consider him partnering with the NFL to be um, compromising his integrity because from the very beginning he's been about money a lot of people felt like um, he was selling out or something like that by supporting the NFL, which has actively tried to sweep Kaepernick and Kaepernick's efforts under the rug. Um, but Jay-Z, he's here for the money. Um, so whatever he's getting, he feels like it's worth it. So it probably is worth it to him. And if I was in his shoes, I'd probably feel the same way. Like he's gained like a lot of control over like who gets to be um, in the Super Bowl halftime show, that kind of thing. So um, it's a lot of publicity for him, like a lot of uh, eyes on him right now. I, I think that because money is important to him, and 
uh, like that's really what this is about. Like, how much money can I get before I leave this earth? You know. But I, I want to point out like a couple other things when we're talking about the Jay Z situation and his partnership with the NFL. From the NFL's perspective, this is a huge win because it gives them a way to kind of avoid the issues that Kaepernick was trying to bring up, some of the uh, hypocrisy, some of the social issues that um, a lot of white people just don't want to be concerned with. And basically, Jay-Z gets put into the spot where um, anytime someone brings up an issue, they just point to Jay-Z and say, hey, this is my black friend, therefore I'm not racist. So uh, it's, it's a tough spot to be in I think because on the one hand, um, if you're someone like Travis Scott or any other you know artist that continue to associate with the NFL, um, particularly when you're on the rise, it's it's hard to to pass up doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Like of any single concert, like. 15 minutes I don't think there's really a bigger stage for this amount of time um, like the number of eyes that are on you is absurd uh, it's, it's huge exposure for any artist and it's probably the highest honor in America to, to perform at the Super Bowl like there's only one Super Bowl per year so it's not like everybody can do it um, so for a lot of people that are trying to to build their brand, build their name up, um, for black artists in particular, I don't fault anyone for wanting to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Because at the end of the day, dude, it's difficult to not want to support yourself, support your family, or whoever, when this type of opportunity is knocking at your door. Granted, like Jay-Z um, specifically doesn't really need this type of money. Like he, he has plenty he could do without, but whatever offer they brought to him, he probably felt like it was worth it. So it, it's tough. Like I, I've seen a lot of the money that he's put into other social issues and the amount of backing that he's put into a lot of um, uh, social justice awareness and like actively helping other people um, that are less fortunate than him so I've seen him definitely put a lot of power you know a lot of strength a lot of muscle behind um, a lot of these social issues so I, I, he's clearly aware of the things that are going on and he cares at least as much as he needs to care in the public eye. Um, <clears throat> so I, I think the, the Jay-Z situation is probably not as bad as we on the outside might consider. Like, I don't feel like he's selling out. I don't feel like he's being a traitor. It's he saw an opportunity to further his um, brand, to further himself, his family. And he took it, whether or not he'll be able to make a positive impact um, in terms of like how the NFL deals with 
a lot of his policies regarding players and whatnot that remains to be seen. We'll you know we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. But obviously, the NFL is a big win for them, but this might actually be a, a win for minorities. You know, like a platform is supposed to be created for players to be able to speak out about whatever issues are bothering them. And we'll, we'll see how effective it is. I don't want to write this off just yet um, because there's a, a great potential for this to actually be impactful. And it's, it's possible that um, Jay-Z's stated goals might come to fruition. You know, like there might be some you know, positive movement in terms of like correcting some of these social issues uh, now that Jay-Z has uh, his foot in the door, so to speak. You know, one of the issues that always seems to come up is um, like Chick-fil-A and other companies that support um, support other companies who have like anti um, LBGT uh, um, initiatives and whatnot. Um, so me, I'm, I'm going to eat Chick-fil-A. Uh, it's just fucking delicious. I don't know what they did to it, but I like it. I'm going to keep eating it. But that doesn't mean that I'm not aware of where some of their dollars go. But the, the issue that I have really is that in order for me to do anything, like if I buy products somewhere, someone who has an evil agenda, someone who is out actively, like out actively um, hurting other people is going to benefit from it. Now, how far down the line that person is, I don't know. Um, you know, like how much they benefit from it, I don't know. But regardless of where you spend your dollars, there's a shitty person out there that's benefiting from it. Like, make no mistake, there's some fucked up people benefiting from the money that you're spending, regardless of where you're spending it. So, the fact that, like, Chick-fil-A itself, um, and a lot of other companies, it's, it's, it's too much to me to try to avoid a lot of uh, companies that are doing things that I might not support. Um, and it's difficult in the sense that knowing the background of every company is too much work. I don't have time to research every single company that I spend money with in terms of like what their philosophies are in terms of what their CEO's philosophies are, like the, the board of directors, the chairs and all that. Like I don't have time to research every company. Like it's just too much work. Um, there are companies that I might opt to not purchase from because of like a message that I, uh, I might not agree with, but on average like it's, it's, it's too much work is asking a lot of someone to to cut themselves off from each company that they find out has done something that's fucked up. Because they're all fucked up. Like, a pick one, 
you can find some shit that they've done that's terrible, some shit they support that's terrible, whatever. And I think that as a society, we shouldn't knock people so hard because they're not as moved as we are. That's probably the biggest issue with this Jay-Z situation is that he doesn't feel that boycotting the NFL is effective. Um, in large part because it's not really effective. Like for a boycott to work, you need it to be done in mass and um, black people are not boycotting the NFL. Whether we agree with their policies or not, um, black people are not boycotting the NFL. Like, people love football and they're gonna watch football. That's just how it is. That doesn't necessarily make it right or wrong, it just is. And so because black people are not boycotting the NFL as a whole, it's a bit ridiculous to expect Jay-Z to also boycott the NFL when the average black person is not. Like, boycotts only work if everyone does it. Like, it's, it's not effective enough for 2% or 10% of the population or whatever um, to, to withhold their dollars. Like, the other 90, 99% is enough to support them. Like, we, just, like we, we can live without these handful of people trying to boycott us. And the crazy part is that unless you were a season ticket holder or something along those lines, like, what does your boycott actually do to the NFL? Nothing. Like, the average person doesn't ever even attend an NFL game in their lifetime. So, like, maybe you go to one NFL game, but no one cares if you don't go this year. Like, the NFL will be just fine without your money. Because you're not giving that much money to begin with. Like, you're not buying jerseys directly from the NFL. You buy them second, third hand from, like, Walmart or something. Like, they, they don't care that you're not buying their product. Um, even if you said to never watch them on TV again, they don't care. Like, they can live without your viewership. And from that perspective, given that there's not enough people actively boycotting the NFL... There's no reason for Jay-Z to also do the same. Like, he might as well fuck with the NFL, get his money, and maybe bring about some positive change. Like, it's... These calls for boycotting are, are ridiculous because not enough people are willing to give up the shit that they like doing for this. Like... These causes are important. Don't get me wrong. But... In this day and age... A boycott is frequently just not effective because not enough people are willing to join in in that cause. You know, the, the boycotts are effective. Everybody said we're not going to do this. And most of the boycotts that were effective were like within a, a city, that kind of thing, as opposed to nationwide. And the NFL is way too big to really get suppressed by a boycott. Like it, a nationwide boycott just doesn't happen. It's, it's too big. It's not really effective. So 
So we'll we'll see. Like I, I don't fault him and shit, I mean I hope he gets his money, whatever, you know. So I wanted to to end this episode on a more positive note. You know, there's some things that I thought were pretty interesting, um, pretty amazing. One, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, about a week and a half ago or so, released um, like a magazine cover where she cosplayed as uh, Todoroki from My Hero Academia. And I thought it was pretty cool because, you know, black women in cosplay is relatively rare. It's not that it doesn't happen, it just doesn't happen at the same rate as other demographics. And for her to also be very much ingrained in the hip-hop scene um, and to kind of bridge that gap as a woman is pretty unheard of, you know, uh, overall. Like, um, there have been a lot of rappers who have done music um, for anime and that sort of thing, uh, you know, like RZA, but women doing it just hasn't really been a thing. And so for her to kind of get around some of these stereotypes, um, I, I think it's awesome and I'm all here for it. Uh, Simone Biles, uh, sixth national uh, championship title she did a triple-double, which is three twists and two flips, which apparently hadn't been done by like a woman before, so uh, shout-out to her, uh, Black Girl Magic. I think that's phenomenal, and uh, she's a favorite uh, for the 2020 Olympics, and based on what I've seen, I'm not super familiar with uh, gymnastics, but if she keeps breaking records, I can only imagine that she's going to be a, a major threat um, come 2020. You know, uh, I think that's awesome, and I hope that she keeps uh, keeps doing what she does. You know, she keeps being amazing. But I just, I do want to really be like to like to tap that one time. You know, like like does her gymnast abilities like give her extra flexibility? You know, like can she just stretch or? have like a lot of endurance you know uh, just food for thought you know uh, y'all have a good week